Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Younger Old Man Podcast. My name is Zach, and I'll be your host on this new show. This podcast will be an ever-evolving adventure where I share my stories about having too many expensive hobbies without enough time, being a jack-of-all-trades and certainly not a master of any, tales of attempting fatherhood, and perspectives shaped by the approach of just winging it. Topics I touch on range from exercise and outdoor activities like hiking, running, and hunting, to do-it-your-damn-self things like raising chickens and fixing vehicles, as well as making time to have a lot of fun with family and friends along the way. Thanks for tuning in, and now here we go. So today I'm going to be talking about the serendipity of cutting boards. What does that mean? Uh, So let's back up a little bit. Um, maybe three months ago or so, I started messing around with trying to make butcher block cutting boards. Why? Uh, I needed a new cutting board and I work in a cabinet shop, so I have a lot of access to free wood scraps, uh, as well as all the tools that I would need to make just about anything you can think of in the woodworking world. Um, so I, I kind of just wrote something down and scribbled it down on a scrap piece of wood trying to figure out how large I wanted this cutting board to be, how thick, all these different things. Not really thinking it through at all, just kind of going, okay, I probably need tight bond three wood glue so that it's uh, food safe or food safe adjacent, whatever they say on the back of the bottle. I think it's fine to use your cutting board. Anyway, um, and so I kind of threw this cutting board together. Uh, the first one being maple, mostly soft maple. Sometimes there's a little bit of hard maple around the shop. Hard maple was kind of more my goal, but I knew that it was going to be kind of hard to find, uh, just cause I deal with a lot more soft maple. So anyway, the first one I made came out to be all soft maple, uh, really rough, it turned out fine. I mean, it ended up being a usable cutting board, but it was just kind of one of those things that you're like, yeah, I need to write this down a little bit better. I need to plan ahead a little better in the future for doing these cutting boards. Anyway, so fast forward a little bit now. I've made two cutting boards as gifts, uh, one for my dad for Father's Day, one for my sister as a housewarming gift, and I had actually made a third for myself out of beech. That turned out to be my favorite wood to use for these butcher block cutting boards. Uh, beech is a little bit harder than the soft maple I had been messing around with, and I just felt that it kind of firmed up a little nicer uh, and stayed together a little better than the soft maple. The soft maple was just fine as well. I, I liked that. I'll use that again for sure, but uh, I would prefer the beech. It just really depends on what scraps are available at the time I'm trying to make the boards. Anyway, serendipity of the cutting board. So the beach cutting board that I actually made for myself and my wife, uh, I oiled up and I had taken a picture of and sent to a friend of mine and said, hey, this is the most recent one. I'm pretty happy with how this one turned out. You know, I like the way it looks with, you know, the beach and it's kind of the best one I've made yet, at least in terms of the one that was the most consistent and just straightforward process. So I made one, I sent the picture to him, and he said, wow, that's really cool. Um, and his his now wife, actually, was a person who had said, wow, that's really amazing. Uh, so I say now wife because this past weekend, actually, my buddy got married. Um, and so it was kind of a last-minute wedding. He's having a full-on wedding next year. Uh, but due to certain circumstances, they're, they're getting, they got legally married this year. Um, very much planned, but it was kind of last minute that I was invited to this smaller wedding. 
Um, so the last minute part of that is that I didn't really have a gift to bring to my buddy's wedding. Um, so I had actually already been working on a butcher block cutting board for him ever since I sent him the picture. He said that looks really cool. It'd be nice to have one kind of thing. He does woodworking himself. He also does some welding. He does, he honestly does way more things than I do in terms of do it yourself work. And he's way more intelligent with it. He's the person I always call. He's the person I always text, Hey, what am I doing? Um, and he's just a lot of fun to hang out with anyway. We go hiking together, that kind of thing. Uh, so I actually glued up two butcher block cutting boards last week. I glued up a maple one and a beach. And he had said the beach one was really cool. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But, you know, I, I didn't really think anything more of it other than I'm going to make him a cutting board one day. So he invites me to this little wedding kind of last minute. Uh, which I was super excited about. I mean, it, it, it was originally just supposed to be kind of him and his brother and his, because uh, his brother was his, uh, his best man. Um, his brother couldn't make it due to certain circumstances. So anyway, he invited me as kind of a fill-in, which was really awesome of him. And it was really cool to be involved. Uh, so this little wedding that he invites me to is in his backyard. It's actually five minutes away, really, from where I grew up. And I, I didn't know where the wedding was going to be other than obviously his backyard, but more specifically in a certain area of the woods. Now on this property, it's actually the property he grew up on as a kid, and now he's buying from his parents. So on this land, there used, I mean, they, they logged it out. This is in Pennsylvania as well. They logged out this area uh, probably in the 30s. But there remain a few large trees that they just never cut down. Uh, the area was cleared entirely so that they could graze cattle on the land uh, back in the 30s. And since then, obviously, everything has grown up. Um, you know, whoever was there before that logged it out doesn't own the land anymore. So it's overgrown and there's a handful of really large trees there. So anyway, we go down to his backyard and back into the woods to where the ceremony is going to be held. It's just my wife, uh, my youngest daughter, who's six months old, um, obviously my buddy and his now wife and the officiant who was also kind of, uh, I, I guess maid of honor would be the best way to say it, but she kind of wore many hats. She was taking pictures. She was the maid of honor. She was also the officiant. Anyway, so we wander down back into the woods. It's taking a little bit of time. It's honestly kind of a swamp walking back to this area in the woods from his house. I mean, you, you need to wear your muck boots to get there. Um, I kind of forgot about that part, and luckily I was wearing hiking boots, so I was just kind of, you know, sloshing through with those, which is a lot of fun. But honestly, for me, that's kind of what I prefer to be doing anyway. It's not like me to be wearing tons of dress, you know, wearing dress shoes and getting all shined up for some big event. Anyway, so we wander back through the woods and finally we walk right in front of a beech tree and it's, you know, made apparent that they're going to get married under this very large beech tree that was never cut down in the thirties. Uh, it's a beautiful tree and right next to it, there's a few other smaller, younger beech trees. And I kind of just had to half chuckle to myself with a little smile on my face at realizing the fact that my buddy is getting married in his backyard under this beech tree from however many years ago. It's a tree that survived uh, 
through this cut when people wanted to graze cattle there. And they're getting married on it. And the butcher block that I made for my buddy as a wedding gift last minute honestly kind of rushed. And I felt bad about it, but I, I think it turned out really nicely anyway. I made a beach uh, butcher block cutting board for him. So they have the ceremony. It's very beautiful. The vows were amazing. They did an amazing job. Uh, it was very it was very peaceful. It was a very beautiful wedding. It was a lovely day. It was not too hot, not too cold. It's September here in Pennsylvania. And so it was honestly the perfect weather. You couldn't ask for anything better. So we go back up to the house and, you know, we say congratulations, the, that kind of thing. Uh, and we hand, you know, we kind of give gifts a little bit. And again, last minute, I felt bad. I wanted to get him something a little bit more um, since he and I often share whiskey and scotch. I wanted to get him a really nice bottle of scotch. I really just didn't have the time to go get it this past week, Um, which actually turned out great because the officiant got him a bottle of scotch, literally the exact same bottle I was going to get him. So it was kind of cool that I didn't get him that. Anyway, and so I hand him this cutting board and he was like, dude, this is amazing. He he was just stoked about, you know, the, the fact that I made him a butcher block because that's what I had kind of hinted at doing before when I was showing him this picture uh, a few weeks before when I sent him the picture on my phone. And I said, so I didn't know where you guys were getting married, but this butcher block is actually made of beach. And that just kind of made his day. It made his wife's day. It was it was just like a really cool serendipitous thing where I was like, hey, there's no reason that um, I made this this block for you out of beach exactly the same you know species of wood that you got married under. Other than the fact that I had two you know butcher block boards in front of me, and I said eh, I think he'll probably like the beach more than the maple. I, I had no idea about it, and now that's going to be something that kind of just lives on with him. Uh, you know, anytime he uses that cutting board, that's really cool. He's, you know, he's going to obviously think of his wedding day, which is really cool, but it's also just like this really wonderful, uh, connected thing where it's like his beach butcher block and it's, you know, the beach tree he got married under. Uh, so I just, I just think that's really cool that those things were kind of be able to be connected. So anyway, all that to say, it's really cool when one of your hobbies turns into a wedding gift and turns into a wedding gift that kind of delights and surprises people more than you even thought it would. Uh, All because I randomly a few months ago decided I was going to start making making butcher blocks for no reason other than the fact that I needed something to cut with. Um, So yeah, that was that was actually this Saturday. And then the next Sunday following that, um, my wife and I got up on a Sunday morning uh, with our two daughters, both of which were rearing to go, as they always are, nice, bright, and early in the morning, usually 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock. It's usually more like 6, let's be honest. I'm a morning person, but part of the reason why I'm a morning person is because I'm up at 5, no one else is up, I do whatever the heck I want to do for a few hours. Uh, once you have kids, if they wake up early, your morning is no longer your own. Anyway, that's my little rant about that. But anyway, we woke up, sent our daughter off to Sunday school with my with my in-laws, and we took our, our youngest, the six-month-old, for a walk in the woods. And it was just really nice to be able to have that extra little time for ourselves and kind of reflect on the wedding and just kind of go, wow, that was a really special day. Um, we didn't hike very long. Sunday school doesn't last very long for my, for our daughter. It's, uh, 
usually about an hour. So we didn't really get that far. It was maybe only two miles, but that's kind of something we do every week. Every week, my daughter goes to Sunday school. Uh, and my wife and I go walk in the woods. Um, we usually don't get far, like I said, but it's just kind of that nice reset that your brain needs, uh, over the weekend. I like to try and go for really long hikes whenever I hike, but that Sunday ritual of hiking with my wife is just a really nice time for the two of us to kind of reconnect a little bit. You know, we're always rushing around with two kids and the hobbies that I always seem to do that she is, you know, gracious enough and lets me do. Uh, even when there seems to not be enough time for it, it's nice to just be able to reconnect on a Sunday hike. Um, all that to say, if you have the time and by that, I mean, you have to make the time because there's no such thing as free time. Uh, whether you have kids, you don't have kids, you're married, you're not married. There's really no such thing as free time. You're deciding what to do with your time all the time. It's just whether it's actually worthwhile use of it or not. Um, just get outside get outside for whatever 30 minutes hour whatever you got you just kind of find a nice reset in that process uh whether it's every week every day whatever works for you but i just think there's uh, a really beautiful thing about getting outside and just taking a breath of fresh air for once uh i think that is all i have for the podcast this week uh it was actually kind of a whirlwind of a weekend of visiting people if the friday before we actually went and saw bill burr in state college which was a lot of fun my wife and i were able to have our first date since our our uh, six month old was born uh, we went to see bill burr and it was very strange to be amongst a bunch of college kids. You just kind of felt like you're in a, a different... It's like people going into the jungle who really don't belong in the jungle. And you're like, oh my gosh, there's there's all these people with these strange ideas. And they're peacocking around to get each other's attention. But they're looking at us strange because we're old. Um, it was a pretty funny experience. But uh, all that to say, there there was honestly not as much involved in terms of actually working on projects and uh, doing the things I normally do on a weekend, which was kind of a nice break from all the things I've been doing. Um, but it was also kind of a nagging thing going, oh, I'm not shooting my bow, getting ready for hunting season, uh, even though I did fix up my uh, climber stand this weekend, which was really nice. Just added new straps to it, uh, added some safety wire in spots so the pins don't get lost, that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, so just trying to enjoy the time away from all the hobbies as best I can, but also in the back of my mind, itching to get back to all those things that I'm doing. Uh, so things I have coming up in the next couple weeks, obviously hunting season here in Pennsylvania, archery season's going to be starting at the beginning of October. So that's coming right up this weekend. I have a 18 mile, 20 mile hike to finish off a, uh, 84 mile trail here in central Pennsylvania. I'm excited to tell you guys about that. Um, and I think there might be something else coming up this Sunday. I think I have some things to do with the chickens here at the house. Uh, for those of you who don't know, there I have six chi- six chickens, all of which are layers. Um, and I think there's something I needed to do with them this weekend as well. So thanks for tuning into this podcast. Thanks for tuning into this first episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I hope I get more coherent and less rambly as I go on. Uh, just trying to share my thoughts and ideas about the hobbies and perspectives that I gain from them. Uh, can't wait to make the next one for you. See you guys later.